Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Ruth, Ruth, 1B. That's um, the second portion of the first chapter of the book of Ruth. Uh, this is Saul Weiner, your host for the podcast. Our last podcast we finished at, uh, the last verse we read was um, verse 8. I'm sorry, verse seven, and this week we're gonna. This time we're gonna start with verse eight. So, um, where we left it off last time, they uh, Rus and Arpa accompanied their former mother-in-law uh, Naomi as they got up from Moab and decided to leave. And upon hearing that there was food to eat and that God had remembered the um, people back in the land of Judah, they decided they would head over back to return to Judah. For Naomi, at least that would have been a return. So now, Vatomer Naomi Lishte Kalosau. This is verse 8. And Naomi, or Naomi, said to her two daughters-in-law, um, Lechna Shovna, go back and return. Isha Lebethima, each one of you women, to the home of their mother. In other words, back to your families. Um, it's interesting um, that they even accompanied her at all on this trip. Either some commentaries explain that they were at, at, attending to accompany her as one accompanies a guest when they leave their home, um, but it seems that they were doing it out of kindness for their mother-in-law. They had this deep appreciation for everything she had done for them over the years. And they accompanied her out of a sense of kindness. And we see that from the rest of the Pasuk. Ya'as Adonai imachem chesed. May God do for you chesed, a kindness. Ka'asher asisem im hamesim v'imoti. Just like you, both of you have done with those that have passed on, and with me. In other words, she recognized that both of them were very kind to her, very kind to her sons when they were married to them, and their devotion was such that out of a sense of gratitude, out of a sense of kindness, they wanted to accompany her. Um, This is a a tremendous testament to... um, Nami's recognition of the quality of her two daughters-in-law and a testament to how what kind of people they were, Drus and Arpa. And then she continued to say, Yitain Adonai Lachem, may God give to you, uh, meaning may he grant you, Umitsena, that you should find Menucha, rest, you know, comfort and security, Isha base Isha, each one of you women in the home of her husband. In other words, go home and find yourselves husbands. And she kissed them goodbye. And the women, presumably all three of them, raised their voices and cried out of the sadness of leaving and parting from each other. Note, and this is important because it's going to be consistent, that Naomi told her daughters-in-law to go back for practical reasons. In other words, don't follow me. Don't think I have anything to give to you. Rather, I hope that you go home, find yourselves husbands, and build yourself families. It's very practical. Nothing 
theologic or nothing about about um, morality, nothing about wanting to be part of the Moabite nation versus the Israelite nation, no, no nationalistic, anything simple, practical. Go home, I have nothing to give you. But But the two of them said to her, they responded, No, ki itach no shuv we want. We are going to return with you to your people. It's apparent that at this point, both Ruth and Arpa, both Ruth and Arpa, recognized that this was not just a practical issue. Their issue was they wanted to state that no, we have learned something from you, and we have learned something from our attachment to your family that makes us want to become part of your people. We want to leave Moab. To us, this is something much more than finding husbands, making a living, raising a family. Not that that's not important. Of course it is. But, but to them, it wasn't just a practical thing of how we're going to support ourselves or how we're going to you know, build a, a practical life. But rather, they wanted to attach themselves to something much greater, to the people of God. That, that They made that very clear. However, Naomi, in the verse 11 didn't get this. She still was talking to them on a completely different level. It's like they were speaking at each other rather than to each other. The verse 11, Vatomer Naomi, and Naomi answered them, Shovna Benosai, return my daughters. And over here she says, Shovna, meaning return, not just go there, but return. Lama, return to your people. Lama te lach Naomi, why should both of you come with me? And she still didn't understand. Do I still have any children in my stomach? In other words, can I still give birth to more of that you should have husbands? Naomi was so, it was so difficult. And the, most of the commentaries point this out. It's kind of almost ridiculous and absurd to think that Naomi would imagine that their intention was to come with her in order to, um, because she might have more sons and they could marry them, as if they're coming with her for a practical reason. Remember, Naomi is the one who left her people with her husband and her children. She left Israel. She left for reasons of hunger. And she completely dumped her, her people, her God, her nation, everything, her family, simply to chase material benefit of going to a place where there was more food available. Um, she could not imagine that the two, her two daughters-in-law were so devoted to joining the Jewish people that, that they would give up on all the material benefits of going home and staying with their families. To the extent that she would even imagine that, oh, maybe they're thinking that I'm going to have sons, which is really absurd. But, but, but sometimes people are so stuck in their thoughts that they can't even, she's not even seeing straight, you know? So cause she says, she continues again on this theme in the verse 12, Shovna b'nosai leichna, return my daughters. Go, go, go back. Kizokanti miyos liish. I am too old to marry anyone. Kiyomarti yesh tikva that you should, that I should say, well, maybe I still have hope. Kamo liish. Even if I, and then even if I did, uh, find a man tonight, marry him, and then still have children. Verse 13, Were you going to sit and wait until those this chuns that I have will grow up? Will you be um, uh, restricted from marrying anyone for all of those years? Not having a husband? I know my daughters. 
my lot is so much more bitter than yours. She's saying, I have, I have no choice. My lot is so bad. Why would you attach yourself to someone with no material benefit? Naomi was so stuck in her understanding that her life was chasing after material benefit that she couldn't imagine that her daughters-in-law had something completely different in mind. But then she throws in a little hint these last few words in verse 13, Ki Adonai, because my because the hand of God has struck against me. To Naomi, this means my lot is so bad. God is not with me. He made me lose my husband. He made me lose my two sons. He made me lose my fortune, my money, my everything. I'm destitute. I'm poor. I have nothing. However, Naomi and Rus heard that and said, this is a completely new concept of God. This is something that we want to join. Yatsa viyad Hashem, they realized that the reason why Naomi lost everything was because she abandoned her God, because she abandoned her people. And they had this innate understanding that by joining God and by worshiping God and by being with God and by abandoning the pagan worship, the understandings that they had back in Moab, and by joining a people that that was with God, they would be making this. They would be entering a covenant which is so much more valuable than 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 material goods. And they raised their voices and cried even more. They cried and cried, and one of them got the message from Arpa from from Naomi. Vatishak Arpa lachamota, and Arpa kissed her mother-in-law goodbye and left. She said, all right, you know, she's right. Why would I go back to a situation? Why would I go back to a situation that's so hopeless? It doesn't make any sense. And she turned around and left. However, but Ruth, Ruth, Dovkaba, she stayed attached to her mother-in-law. She stuck with it. Now, Vatomer, um, um, so, however, Nami still didn't understand. She says, Your sister-in-law, she decided to return to her nation and her gods. You also, you go back and follow the steps of your sister-in-law. It seems that Nami is getting a little bit the message here finally that by the return she's not just returning to a situation of material wealth but she's also going el back to her nation and her gods going back to her ways Arpa was convinced not to join at this point Rus says no Rus said stop pushing me stop pushing me to abandon you and to turn from and, and from behind you and, and not follow you. I am here to follow you. Not just and, and, and Rus says nothing about finding husbands, building house, having making a livelihood, eating food, nothing. She says, Ki I am going with you. Where you go, you are returning to your people and to your God. I am going with you to your people and your God. I will sleep where you sleep. Amech Ami. Your nation is my nation. I am ready to adopt a new nation, a new nationality. And your God is my God. Where you die, I will die. 
Vishom Ekover, and there I will be buried. Ko Adonai Yosef. This is um, what I, I am ready for God to do this to me. Yosef. And no and he can continue to treat me this way. So Rus is saying clearly, I am not doing this for financial benefit or for to find a husband or anything. God can treat me this way. I can be without a husband. I can be starving. I can be everything. But I am ready to stick with God. Only death will make me part from me and you. I am ready to stick this out all the way because of, I am doing this because I want to, because I want to join your people. I want to join your God. And that she was pushing and she was determined to go with her and she stopped speaking to her um, the um, the uh, the point here that, that Naomi just stopped it doesn't seem like from these words that Naomi fully got and understood and appreciated what Rus was about but she recognized that um, that that Rus wasn't going to turn around the um, the uh, so we continue they continue on the road and we go on to verse 19 the two of them walked, went to, traveled along the road until the two of them arrived in Bethlehem and it was when they arrived in her original town and the entire city was in uh, was in tumult about it they were all buzzing with excitement as some of the translations say and they says is this Naomi they're clearly this comment is a comment regarding her name Naomi Naomi means sweetness and the people are saying, is this the one who went with the name of sweetness? They went with all these grand plans of wealth and riches when we were poor here. And they went with all these grand plans. She went with her husband and her sons and now she's back. And look at her. Look at her. She's anything but Naomi, anything but sweet. She's bitter. As she's, uh, as she's about to say, And she said to them, Naomi said to the people of her former town in her old hometown don't call me Naomi for sweetness but rather call me Mara bitter God has been very bitter to me I left here full and God returned me here empty why are you calling me sweet when God has caused me pain and God has been bad to me this is fascinating on several levels here because first of all the people in the town were all in a buzz over Naomi but there was not a single comment about Ruth about, about Ruth not, no one said a word is this Naomi and who is this coming with you who is this uh, young lady here not a single comment and making it even more glaring is when Naomi says, I left full and I came back empty. Well, yes, it's true that you left with your husband and sons and, um, and you lost them, which is horrific and tragic and terrible and understandable to feel bitter about it. 
But what do you mean, What do you mean that God returned you empty? God did not return you empty. He returned you with this young lady who's standing by her side. It's almost as if Ruth was, Ruth was, was, was faceless, nameless, nothing. Especially in light of what happens in the end of the story, and I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead of myself. The end of the story in which we know that Rus really was the hero of the story, the heroine. I mean, she is the one who ends up establishing <clears throat> the home that brings about the kingdom of Israel. She is the matriarch of all of the kings of, of the Jewish people for generations. Ruth is the hero, what she does. But now, at this point, she's completely faceless and completely ignored. It's so often in life when we approach a situation and we see things that look like a disaster. We see what we think we see. But the, the, the redemption is staring us in the face. It's right in front of us, but we completely ignore it. The thing that's the most important detail, we completely pass over it. We look at every other detail. This is no good. That's no good. This is no good. That's no good. Where do I look? Do I look here? Do I look there? The one thing that's there, that is everything, we don't even notice. Vatoshav um, Naami, but the Pasuk, the Navi, the prophet here, the writer of the book, makes it very important to tell us right now that this glaring thing that everyone missed, Vatoshav Naami Verus Hamo Avia Kalosa Ima, it emphasizes. The Pasuk tells us, no, Naami came back. However, the, Pasuk, the the verse tells us, the prophet tells us to remember that Rus, the Moabite woman, her daughter-in-law, was with her, the one who returned from the state Moab. It doesn't say that they returned to the Moab, but the one, the Torah emphasizes, Rus HaMoavia, Kalosa, Ima, Hashava, Moab. The one, she was with her, and they are the ones that came to Beis Lacham. The Torah is reminding us, the Navi is reminding us that she did not come back empty-handed at all. She came back with Ruth, the Moabite woman. What everyone else ignored, the Pasuk is reminding us not to ignore. And when did they come back? In the beginning of the barley harvest period. And that sets the stage for the next chapter. Thank you so much for listening to and studying Ruth chapter 1. Looking forward to studying chapter 2 together.